0: Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your weary traveler, your homeward bound, your outward bound, your all around, dude, John Wayne. That's right, me. Here I am back for another couple of days in Wayne Manor, um, of course, nestled in the studio of evil where I do all of my eviling um, when I am needing to do it in this place. Uh, That's right. I've been on the road constantly. I'm home for a couple of days, but welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for the show today. I Of course, of course, I have a huge heaping bowl of grandpappy's medicine right here loaded up into my nice old school bong. That weighs like 20 pounds, thick glass. You've seen it. You love it. The Green Lantern. All loaded up, ready to go. I've already been enjoying that. Uh, I've got my water here, my nice water, custom water cup from Southern Sun Boutique. Uh, Amanda, Jeremy, shouts out drinking a beer also because... I know I usually record this um, on Sunday morning and it comes out first thing Monday morning, but you guys that have been with me for a while know that when I'm on the road, uh, the the podcast will usually come out a day late or Monday night, Um, and actually right now it is Monday night as I'm recording this uh, because I was just in Charlotte, North Carolina, Mad Monster Party, and I drove oh. Through the night to get home on Sunday. Uh, I got, I came uh, home, I guess I got back here about 10.30 this morning. And I slept until 6 p.m. Um, so I just got up, got started getting around, throwing my, you know, put my stuff away and all that kind of shit. And, uh, but I was like, I'm, you know, I got to sit down. I got to do the podcast. Um, so I am here doing it. I apologize that it's going to be a couple, it's a, a few hours late. But here we are back again um, with it now so uh again like i said thank you uh for everyone that's joining me today all the new people that i've met out there you guys fucking rule it has been a a really you know uh a blast i you know this this past weekend which we're going to talk about today of course as you know uh the podcast after every convention i do a recap of of what happened in my adventures and um i tell you i really needed this one guys we'll get it we'll we'll get into it more but Uh, I'm not going to bury the lead. This was very good, a very great weekend, um, which was well needed after the last two weekends I had. And if you don't know what I'm uh, discussing there, then go back and listen to last week's episode where I did my recap of CreepyCon in Knoxville and Atlanta Days of the Dead and how that went. Um, But this was this is what I needed for sure. So I'm back. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, guys, if you're joining the show. I appreciate it. Um, You all roll. Shouts out to my Patreon people. Guys, thank you, and ladies, and people, all of you, thank you so, so very much for the support on my Patreon. It it, it literally has saved me this past week. Um, uh, if you people out there listening for the first time may may not know, I have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead, where you can uh, join uh, one of the tiers and and sign up, and uh, you get all kinds of goodies that come with each tier. And and each tier, no matter which one you sign up for, comes uh, you get access to another weekly show I do called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bone <laughs> Boner Bonus Podcast, in which I talk to all the artists and everyone that I've met on the road uh, around the country and the world even. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but we were up, we're up in the eighties uh, of those episodes so far. I didn't realize that, man, I did you know we're in the like 85, 86 of those episodes. So very cool. So there's a lot of back episodes to listen to as well. Um, and I have some awesome conversations with awesome people in my like hotel room after the show or on Skype, uh, if we've left to go to the other, the other city, but it's, it's, a, it, I'm very proud of that show. And, for as little as a dollar you can join the dollar beer club on my patreon and you get access to that show every week and uh so you can check it out you'll you'll get you'll get to know a lot of very cool artists of all kinds of disciplines and and you know you may not never know you may find your your next favorite uh actor or musician or writer listening to this so it's very cool i i enjoy the hell out of doing that podcast so you can check that out as well um i sent a note out to my patreon people this this uh past week a few days ago Because I was home, um, you know. If you listened to last week, or just you know, give you update. I, I came. I was in Knoxville from Knoxville to Atlanta, and then I had to come home after Atlanta, back here to to H Town, Houston. Dirty Third, Third Coast, shouts out. Um, I had to drop off Nick P. He had some family things to take care of, so he was going to have to sit the next trip out. Plus, I had to pick up uh, books. So I picked up 150 books uh, of inventory for me, and I was home for a couple of days, like two and a half days, is all I was home for. So. You guys know, I uh, may or may not know, I drive everywhere. I drive to all of these cities that I go to. Um, my setup is just too big to fly with and, and try to get all that. Pa- I don't even want to deal with that. I like the drives. They're fun. They're fine for me. So, you know, I drive everywhere. And, you uh, know, You know, typically you know, usually Nick P's with me and we're, we're driving and sh- sharing the the load of that. Um, but what one thing that this is, you know, because I've traveled so much, I, without a doubt, like keep up on my you know, maintenance on my car, like oil changes and, and t- rotating the tires every time they do the oil change, All, you know, topping off the fucking the fluids. I had my co- my cooling system flushed and re you know, done a couple like a two months ago or something because I want my AC to like, you know, crap out or anything. And and I don't I don't drive like I don't drive my car for anything other than these trips, really, because I you know, I if I'm home, I'm here at Wayne Manor working and I just drive to like the gym or the fucking grocery store, that's pretty much, I mean, I never drive more than five minutes away from my house, unless I'm driving to another fucking state, but, um, anyway, it, it adds up, so I, I took my car in on, uh, the day before I was leaving, uh, Wednesday, I believe, Tuesday, <clears throat> Wednesday, maybe, it doesn't matter, all I was going into was, was to just, I had to get the oil changed, I needed tires rotated, and just, like, you know, fucking top off the fluids, and make sure we're all good, however, as what happens sometimes, you get in there and they're like, oh, yeah, we found some stuff wrong here, Mr. Sir. You're going to need to uh, break out that wallet to help uh, with this car here. So it turned out that I needed three new tires, which is never cheap, um, and uh, a couple of other little things. But that that's a huge expense, and I um, – and I, I was very lucky that I had my Patreon um, people to help me offset that cost. If I didn't have that, I I don't know what I would have done. Either driven on bad, either like, I don't know if they would even let me have my car, but like driven on bad tires unsafely or just not been able to go at all to the to the convention. I don't know. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much. It really, you know, being out there, slinging it out every week, trying to make this shit happen. um. You know, you learn a lot and you, and you try to do your best and try to manage every little bit that's going on and, and stretch your dollar and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, sometimes shit just pops up like that. And it's awesome to have, you know, support behind you to kind of help out. So so thank you guys so very much. Uh, again, from the bottom of my heart to my Patreon folks, you guys saved me. Thank you. Um, if anybody out there, like I said, you want to support Uncle Johnny a little bit more, throw him a couple bucks Please go to patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead and choose from one of the tiers uh that you can donate to, or you know, it's a monthly thing. And like I said, you get the podcast that every week that comes with that, plus access to everything I put on the wall of my Patreon, which is a lot of videos of me doing songs. I do new John Wayne is dead songs that I've like maybe just written and I'm working on. I put those up there for for the Patreon people to hear and see. And, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. So check it out. Um, Patreon.com slash Thank you guys so much. <clears throat> Major shouts out to some new members that joined just recently. Uh, Mr. J.D. Graves. Shouts out, dude. Thank you so much. And Miss Leslie Cavanaugh. Leslie, shouts out to you, my darling, lovely, lovely friend and drinking buddy for sure and forever. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. So, moving right along. Um, yeah, so, like I said... Get, so getting ready this week I was only home for a couple of days like two and a half days. I pretty much was nose to the grindstone for that um, that time. Um, I had to uh, I gotta uh, finish up a commission thing that I was doing. I had to um, <clears throat> uh, fuck it I had to do some voiceover I had to what the fuck else did I do this week? something big get my car fixed that was that was a thing um and just get ready get ready for the road I'm i not blanking on something else that I was doing but I guess I'll remember but it doesn't matter it was just a lot of just kind of like sit and prep and then leave again um so it, not much that I did during the week other than you know my usual writing and and getting back uh just catching up on stuff that I needed at home before I I left again um but uh you know got my supplies got everything ready and uh basically just got right back out on the road so um we'll talk about that later in the in the story portion of the show uh for those of you familiar with that because I mean I'm, I'm closer I do update ding ding update on the tarot deck um again I'm plowing away guys it's getting closer and closer I'm working I, I I'm working on this thing every single day but um, with all the travel, it's been tough uh, to to work on it for extended periods of time that I'd like to during the day. Uh, but just ha- pulling out the iPad uh, and, and just working on the one that I'm I'm the current one I'm doing a little bit every day still has helped. But I've also had times where I've been working uh, a lot on those. So um, if you don't know, I'm drawing a tarot deck right now for a publisher, and it's. Got all my my skeleton characters, and I'm I'm kind of adapting the the symbolism from the Rider Weight deck into it. And I uh, actually a lot of people this this weekend um, that I talked to about Tarot at, at the booth who uh, took an interest in the artwork and got some prints and got even some of the the sets of the metal cards and stuff. So I, I um, yeah, it was more Tarot people than usual. I, I'll talk more about the later, but yeah, people they. If you are checking out my tarot uh, stuff, there it is. It's it's nearing the end, man. I am getting there, and I uh, and I'm I'm excited for it. So it's very 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 cool. Um, <clears throat> so pretty much the majority of, of all of what I've been doing has been involved in me being on the road. So there's not much of a, a catch up uh, on what John Wayne did during the week here um, because it was all this what I will talk about later. But, um. So I think what we will do, though, right now, is move right on into, speaking of tarot, our tarot reading uh, of the week. As you know or do not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before every show. Um, And I just, where I write down my thoughts, what's on my mind. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm clearing my throat, and and I I tried to get all of this gunk out before I started, Uh, but... I smoked a ton of weed <laughs> this weekend, and I sang a bunch of karaoke, and of course, you know, you're getting loud and drunk and screaming, and uh, so I got a, maybe a little bit more uh, phlegm than usual, but <clears throat> plus I'm taking bong rips here, so I apologize. But anyway, I write down what's on my mind, things that are going on with me, my thoughts, just whatever, and then, you know, do the... Deal the cards and kind of look at what's going on in my life uh, through that prism and try to get a, a, a different perspective or a different way to look at it or maybe some affirmation, whatever uh, you get out of it. I enjoy it. I hope you do too. So this week, uh, of course, on my mind, there's 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 a lot of things on my mind, but balance is one of them. Um, balance, uh, you know, management, uh, business management, uh, things like you know, like I talked about before a lot like recently just have being better business minded and uh you know that's something that's a struggle for me because i'm because i'm an artist no it's just my mind doesn't work that well like that i mean aka i mean just read that as i'm dumb so i'm trying my best and that's something that i am very much working on uh and and on my mind um so balance balance in all areas of my life but i guess that falls into that um as well and then just uh also the motive correct motivation and the push through like the seeing of the results to keep going um pushing through the barriers and and things like that those have been on my mind that's been on my mind this week so um without further ado let's look at the cards we have gotten this week okay so the first card that we have uh here today is The chariot, reversed. Chariot reversed. So, you know, when you see the chariot, typically when it's upright, it that that's like green light, go forward, move, move forward on it. You got, you got it, kid. You know what you're doing. Keep, keep doing it. Keep moving. When it's reversed like this, it's telling you, whoa, let's pause here. Let's let's reel it in. And we might, we might not. Not only do we not need to keep moving forward on this, we might need to take a few steps back from what is happening with us right now because we need to look at it differently and we need to rethink it. We're at a point maybe where we're banging our head against the wall for something or, or trying to, we're trying to push through something that is, you know, I, I talk about like a, having the, the, the obstacles drop in your way. Like we've talked about that a lot, especially during the pandemic stuff. And, and, you know, figuring out how to adjust your path so you go around them and get on the other path, or get back on your path on the other side, and not let them stop you. That that's kind of like what this is. This is also addressing that. Like we may be, we need to step back from something that we're we are trying our damnedest to push through or or break through because we we think we have it or you know whatever, or we're just being hardheaded or stubborn about it because. We're wasting our that energy doing that, trying to break through this barrier. When what we need to do is figure out a way around it. Um, We need to change direction. Sometimes changing direction, you know, it it, it's at at, you know we we of course want to strive for it to be at least a variation like that's still leading us back to our path because it might be something outside of the box that we have to do to get around whatever this obstacle is, so that we can get back to what we're trying to or back to the main the main path. But but this isn't something we can, uh, I guess, strong arm our way through or break through or charm our way through, which is, you know, that's something if you know me, that's something I rely on heavily. But but whatever you whatever that is, you know, and, and I'm speaking on, you know, I'm always talking about myself in these and kind of trying to do a royal you when I say that. Um, but for me, yeah, it's like, you know, something, whatever it is, like, yeah, you're, the usual shit's not going to work on this. So we need to figure out a different way. Um, or, you know, change course completely. This, this might not even be worth trying to figure out our way around. So it's really like, there's some thought involved. There's some, some, you know, really, that's why I think it's it's a step back a little bit. To get a little bit more perspective, to see it bigger, to, to to figure out even if this is worth it right now or ever. Um, so with that, it's like um, and also going with this is it could be that we're allowing certain obstacles to fall in our way. Right. We're like letting things set us back. Um, just because we're getting, you know, maybe through, we're self-deprecating, or maybe we're having a depressed period right now. But outside things, like, things are, whatever it is, it's like, here's a hard obstacle, and then like, oh, we're just letting people pile on it, basically. Um, Other people are are, are talking shit, or, or, or weighing in on whatever this is that has to do with you, and we're taking it. We're like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Rather than thinking about how we want to do we're just like giving into what these these people are saying and that is what's dictating our our decision which is not what we want to do we need to you know if you want to take in advice from people that's fine but don't let it sway you you know to do to not do what's right for you because that's that's what it's important here what's right for us so that's something to look at as well like that you know if we're trying to listen to a lot of people in our ears, trying to tell us how, how to do this when it it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with us, we need to probably cut those, um, those things off as well. Um, also, you know, with this, and this, this kind of, um, like I'm trying, like I've talked before, I'm trying to, uh, you know, with being so busy, keeping on track, keeping on, um, all the things that I need to keep on not taking on too much stuff, making sure I'm giving the right, you know, focus to things. And like with this card, it's saying, you know, uh, it's maybe time to uh, re- like look in, to re- check in on that. Like I'm always saying like check in on, we need to check in on stuff. It's not set and forget it. We may be focusing our, our energy and, and everything that, that goes along with that in the wrong direction, which is also adding to this roadblock or this obstacle in our way. So, we need to just check in on that and, and re realign our discipline our you know, what we're committed to um, and make sure it's still aligned with our higher self. And we can, you know, if we need to meditate, just like let our in- intuition realign and, or flow better um, to figure out what this is. Take, we need to take the time that we need to think. So <clears throat> it, it being someone who like the, this the card addresses this. And I, I do also think that, think this, um being someone if you are like I am controlling this ride of my life my life i'm I'm the architect of my existence I'm I have command over my destiny through my through my hard work through my choices through that if if that's the way you think, which I I do lean towards that I with like the chaos magic theory and all that kind of stuff thrown in for me but result with this relating to this it's like. <clears throat> If that's the way we're thinking about things, then we've we've uh, we need to tighten it up because we've slacked off a little bit or gotten a little lazy or something. And we're it's one of those things where you're like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's how much I, you know, step I, I fell away from this discipline thing. I was like, it's it's agree. Like we need to look at those things, look at our disciplines, look at, you know, um, look at what we have control over and 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 stop. Uh, bemoaning what we don't i guess which is which is a lot of it's which happens a lot it's, you know advice you could give all the time um but you know this in particular if we're someone we believe you're you're what you're doing is commanding and dictating your destiny then we need to like let go of this um things that we cannot change that we do not have power over because it's wasted energy you're just wasting energy like we're wasting energy earlier like i was saying to try to go through this thing when it's telling us to step back and look at look at even if we need to go around this but if we do let's figure out that way Um, it's that's what we can control we can't necessarily control this huge stumbling block that's fallen in front of us or the mountain that's dropped out of the sky or whatever it may be you know we can't control that so let's look at what we can control And, and and when we put our energies into that I mean we I mean we'll definitely see more results uh, you know, we'll figure out what we need to do, um, basically, with this uh, this incident that's happened, this situation. Next card. We got the world. The world upright. Good card. So with this, when you have the world in, the, in an upright position, this is saying like a, you know we're feeling accomplished right now. We've done something like it doesn't have to be a huge, uh, like, you know, Oh, I got, you know, I got promoted or I'm like, I'm the president of the company or I'm king of the world. It could be something very small. It could be, uh, you know, you finished your taxes I mean, whatever it is. You, you've done some, no matter how banal it is, you've, you've achieved something. You've, you've gotten something and you feel, uh, you feel that sense of achievement and you're fulfilled because you've, you've completed this thing from start to finish. You, you stuck to it and you, you not only stuck to it and finished it, you got the results you wanted. So that's where you're at right now. And, and like I said, it, it could be anything, you know, anything. So like, for instance, like having a good weekend at a con just, you know, to relate. <clears throat> so that's something good. You know, a, a lot of hard work is coming to play to, to, to make you have that. And, and if you feel good about it, you, you you've done this. It's a good accomplishment. It makes you feel like you're in the right place. Um, you know, doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're, you're, you're achieving this. It's a, it's a good f- feeling of, of completion. And, you know, if we're going to go just to jump back to the other card, if we're looking at these, you know, and I'll put them together at the end again, but how that the first card, the chariot reversed to this, um, <clears throat> this, this achievement that we, our our feeling or this wholeness, it could be that we've either figured out that we don't need to 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 fuck with what we were fucking on the chariot card, or we we figured out the the uh the solution and you know made it work to our advantage here. So, <clears throat> but with the world with this card with this achievement comes um the need for uh st- taking a step back also to reflect on that you've that you've done this that you've had this success and and being thankful express your gratitude for um what brought you there and you know e- just just to be mindful of that you know you may be like I, I did it all myself bitch you didn't do shit well I, probably maybe if you've you looked a little harder there's probably some other elements in there that you could be you know grateful for or or, or just you know, whatever it is, the people, the place you are at, the you know, your your discipline, whatever it's whatever it is, be grateful for what has helped you to achieve this and and acknowledge that. We get caught up. I, I am very guilty of this. Um, even still, it's a constant work. But to like get something done that is an achievement, but I spend zero time uh reflecting or uh being like, eh, that's pretty good. I'm I'm always so much all right, cool. Well, what's the next? On to the next. Go, go, go. Okay, what have you done for me lately? You know, I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. I very rarely take time to step back and be like, hey, that was good. I feel good about this. And that's important. That's why I'm very, I'm guilty of this. So this like, this hits home for me. And And maybe right now, it's also with this card, while we're reflecting, while we're expressing gratitude, let's take our time before we step into that next thing. Even if we have it lined up, like, which I'm always constantly doing, which I just said, <clears throat> Maybe take a day take a couple days take a couple hours take a half a day you know just just to take some time and, and and you don't have to wear a party hat and celebrate but just take some time for yourself be grateful and reflect that hey man you know i did this and that's that's good and not everyone can do this and uh I worked hard and I feel good about it. And that's, that's okay. Like, and I, that's hard for me too. Like for me, that's, I'm like, fuck, you fucking kidding me. Come on, dude, get over it. Get over yourself. Who the fuck do you think you are? But it's important. And and I have to get over that part of myself to say, this is good. I did, I have worked hard. We have done this to get to this. So, you know, we need to keep those things um, in mind, not, and not beat ourselves up uh, and not um, just breeze past a, past huge goals or, or milestones um you know even if it's just celebrating it to yourself this is important acknowledge the acknowledgement of that is i think very important um for the for us so that um there's more to this card but that i think that that aspect of it really flows more into how this is going i feel um so our last card um you know, a card that looks not too good to get, and and it's, it doesn't feel too good to get. But the the ten of swords upright, and I say that because this is where a person is lying on the ground on the card with ten swords uh, rammed into their back. So when you get this card, something has come to an end. Something's ending. A relationship, a job, a, a contract, of something. Something is something is ending, and. I mean this says it could it could be something that comes out of the blue but it could it could very well be something that you, that you've just been slowly watching come at you like you're standing in front of a train but either way it's inevitable and it's gonna su- it sucks it, it it's whatever this is not a happy e- not a happy ending like you're getting uh, finished off no <clears throat> there's just an ending coming that's not going to be easy to deal with it you know uh, it's just gonna be something that sucks basically um, and like I said, you can relate to this in any way, but it just it can be anything. So it can be like something as serious as your job, your relationship, whatever. But it can be small things. So don't like when I do these, I, I I want you know to think about like we're not always thinking in these huge global terms or like global terms. What am I fucking corporate shill? No, we're not always having to think in these. Oh my gosh, the 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 most the hugest thing that could affect me is what this is talking about. No, it's it can be very small. It could be something very um non uh what most people would view non-important but for whatever reason it does affect you in a way that is not something that you enjoy you're not enjoying it it's not cool um so it sucks there's it's painful you're gonna whatever just gonna have to deal with the pain that goes along with this but the thing is with this card It's telling us that, yeah, man, hey, this is going to suck. This is ending. It's going to suck. But that's the end of it. There's no more extra bullshit that's going to come along with this and pop up or, you know, know, as soon as you get over whatever this is, kind of come back in and be like, boogie boogie. No, this is the end. This marks the end. So that's the positive thing about this. No, you know, yes, this is going to hurt, but no extra hurt is going to come from this, if that makes sense. No extra, you know, no, no scab ripping off uh, as it's partially healed type of thing, you know. Um, so that's good. That's something to think like along with all of this pain or whatever it, we experience on however uh, strong of a level it, it, we don't we're not going to have to worry about it again or deal with that again or feel that again. Um We have to realize we can't change, you know, uh, uh, actions of other people um, when they do this. But what this card also reminds us is that we, and this is something that hits home for me lately too, is like we can't change what other people do necessarily, you know, especially when it comes to us or affects us. But we can change our reaction. We can change how we are going to process that information or deal with that change. And, um, you know, and that's hard too. Um, and especially because, you know, I, I get passionate, I get, I, it goes right to like angry and I, you know, you want to react a certain way, but tempering those reactions and making sure that your reaction is going to lead to the best outcome for you. I mean, even just you, 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 I, I'm saying you can be selfish in this. I I mean, I don't care. Like fuck whoever that's doing this to you. We need to make sure our reaction is going to result for the best for us in this situation. So, and, and, yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's like that's where I kind of wanted to go with this with this reading, um, changing how you respond to certain things, which is easier said than done. All of this is easier said than done. I know. I'm not sitting here like, and then you know, I did it all. It's great. No, I'm always constantly working on this stuff. I'm I'm listening, just like along with you guys. I'm I'm learning all the time from from this as I'm doing it. So, um, you know, so we look back, you know, with the Chariot reversed. It's looking at you know, hey do we need to keep beating our head against this obstacle? Do we need to go around it? Do we need to move a- a- away from this? You know, wh- we need to, t- you know, what what's happening with this, we need to realign our-, our intuition, we need to figure out what's best for us, and what's going to keep us on that right path our high- to our higher goal, you know, and, and then <clears throat> on following on the heels of that, uh, you know, we have to make sure that we are acknowledging what accomplishments we have done. It, this could also go as like, you know, you're still looking at that obstacle in front of you or whatever. So you need to acknowledge that you have gotten through things like this in the past and you will do it again. That could be what the world is card is saying. It could be you. It could be like a linear thing where you actually are doing that. And now here we have this accomplishment and feeling like that, but we need to just make sure that we are being grateful and we're, we're taking that time and it's okay for that. And, and, it's okay to feel good about that and to uh, reflect on your achievements and to not rush into the next thing, especially right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, and, and if you need to look back at the reason, the reasons probably being, you know, you'd we just dealt with whatever this big obstacle is and maybe we would have avoided this entire thing. If we would have taken a step back months ago before we plunged into whatever this part of the path was that brought us here. And then, whatever that, and then coming into the upright, the 10 of swords, that this is the end of something, you know, this could be the whole end of what is fucking with us in the chariot at the beginning. And it's going to suck, but it does mark the end. Um, of that, and we need to realize that and let go of things we don't have control over, and not waste that energy and put that energy into uh, moving forward, progressing on our path, and getting uh, our shit back in balance. So that's our reading for today. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. I hope you got something out of that as well. Um, like I uh, like I said earlier, I was talking about my tarot deck. I'm I'm almost done with uh, drawing my tarot deck, the John Wynn is dead skeleton deck uh very excited about it i'll keep you posted so um thank you so much for checking that out now moving right along earlier i mentioned um when i was talking about my patreon the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which i like i said i talked to artists of all disciplines around the country everywhere i go and if you've been tuning in you know that I like to take a, a, a chunk of that conversation and play it for you here uh, so that you can get to know my my guests a little bit, get to check them out and what they do. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to listen to the rest of the episode, jump on over to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. Join one of the tiers and you can listen to that and all of the back episodes. So this week I um, on the show, uh, we talked to um most excellent horror splatterpunk extreme horror writer Ryan Harding, lover of death metal, uh, awesome dude for life for sure. If you listen to uh the podcast I do with Christopher Triana called Vital Social Issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne, then uh, you would, would know him from there. He's been on a few episodes. We he. Uh, did the death metal uh, episodes with Chris and I, and then for the summer of slashers, uh, he was a part of that. So very good stuff over there on vital social issues and stuff for you to you know check out. Um, Ryan Harding, but this um, uh, this a couple of weeks ago when I was in Knoxville, this was this is another hotel uh, hotel homie hoedown, down ho down bro down I don't know uh, myself Nick P uh, chilling in the room. Ryan Harding came over to hang out with us and uh, and talk a little bit. So. Um, please let check this out. Here's a little bit of uh, myself, Nick P, and uh, Ryan Harding. What's it like in Knoxville, uh, this area, as a writer for you? Is there anything going crackalackin'? You just, uh, just you feel like you're like an island unto yourself, or generally,
1: yes. I mean, in Tennessee, there's a there's a few writers in the state. I mean, you know, you met Mark Robert, Twain, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gorman McCarthy, yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, so Brian Smith, he's off in Nashville. Ronald Kelly's kind of in that area. John Quick, uh, you met Robert, you met Robert Essig this weekend. He's, uh, he's local, but, uh, John Quick came to visit us in Nashville. Shouts out. Did he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly I just kind of off on my own, doing my own thing basically. And collaborations I'm working with people who, you know, aren't in the state. Like, yeah, like Lucas in Texas or Chris up in his undisclosed location. And yeah, he, yeah,
0: um, exactly. Uh, <laughs> undisclosed. Does he live in those salt mines? Is that where he lives? Yes, yeah, oh, now he's gonna have to move. Oh shit god, I'm sorry. Damn it, Dude, I live there because you outed him and he was living in the pepper mines. <laughs> now he's just got moved <laughs> in. Uh, yeah, like, uh, for people who don't know that are listening, you, you know, Brian wrote a book with Chris Triana. Uh, who I do vital social issues and stuff with, uh, Night Stalkers, right. which was very cool. it; I love that book. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, I guess most recent, that Pandemonium came out.
1: Yeah, Pandemonium was December, Night Stalkers came out in March.
0: Okay, yeah, so that, and that was with Lucas Mangum. Uh, out out a Houston friend of the show. Uh, I did the narration for that book. But why don't you play a sample right now? Okay.
2: <laughs> All right, there <that> we go. <laughs>
0: Wow. Man, There's a dra- we're back. <laughs> Did you see that sexy voice? Yeah, I uh, saw it. I seen it. Well, you've seen it. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. We were talking earlier. I, I really like that book. It's based on, uh, or it's, it's a, not based on, but it's like an homage to the demons. Right. Uh, it's inspired by the yeah. demons
1: movies that uh, came out in Italy back in the 80s from Lamberto Bava directing and Dario Argento producing.
0: And it's, but it's like, like, wrestling meets up with that uh, type of story right lucas wanted to channel
1: his uh obsession with wrestling into a story and that's the backdrop he suggested for it and i felt like i knew just enough about it's <laughs> such an awesome
2: combination man.
1: but yeah, are awesome. are you as into wrestling as as lucas i know he's like famously into right. it he's, he's uh, <laughs> like wow. he keeps up with it to this day my i was uh really into it when i was younger i've watched the nwa and wcw and uh nwa <laughs> the, they used to wrestle yeah the, the ice cube and easy and like like it says in the book it's it's not what you think it is really? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right right the national wrestling alliance yeah back then when it was like they had rick flair and the Road warriors and a lot of wrestlers like that um so I, I knew stuff from those days. I, I don't know it as well since then, since like WCW collapsed. I'm not as knowledgeable about it, but Lucas knows all that stuff.
0: Yeah, man, like, uh, hanging out with Lucas, uh, and doing some cons back, you know, uh, back before like pandemic, uh, stuff. We would run into people who knew like, uh, indie wrestling things that were going on and he like instantly could click in and know exactly what they were talking about. And, uh, it's interesting. I never realized wrestling had so many, like, it, like had such a wider like. There's like cool ass wrestling that goes on beyond like the what, WWE or whatever the fuck you see like just on TV. I, I was like in my my Nashville uh, hotel room by myself when it could come to the the. Hey man, I, I can come want to. Yeah, you. well, somebody came on. The oh, TV you mean I wasn't with you? I was watching some wrestling program behind the behind the black clad or whatever behind the ring or whatever beyond the mat that's the one okay. and uh, I was like oh man this is really fucking interesting it's about some family I forget that everyone is up to the, the Von themselves. Erics right yeah the Von Erics that's it
2: I haven't even seen this but I just remember there was a famous
0: family yeah. of wrestlers because they were in Texas or... out of Dallas or like that's right is the Von Erichs. yeah that the right that, that's it yeah okay. that was really interesting but that aside um, yeah Lucas knows a lot about wrestling and you guys both know a lot about horror and both have passions for uh, the, the Italian horrors, the, the giallos, as you would say. Right. Uh, and that's what this book
1: has all of that shit. Yeah, we like, put a bunch of allusions to a lot of Italian horror in it and Euro horror in general. There's like Ilsa and demons and Fulci, Argeno stuff just kind
0: of hidden away in it. <laughs> And you guys killed a fuck ton of people. Uh, there's a there's a lot of there's a high body count in this book, as yeah. uh, as is, uh, almost a, a brag, right. uh, not a brag, but it's a it's a feature of the booth. <laughs> and um, but you guys talked about this even when it came out, like this was a big thing. Like uh, you killed a fuck ton of people in this book. But yeah, we actually kept track of
1: it, and it wound up being like over 120 like on page deaths of demons and people and <clears throat> in general,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and you guys are both excellent writers as well, so it's like, thank you. It's a fun-ass book. Pandemonium um, <coughs> is what it's called. But <coughs> that, uh, fuck. That fuck? That fuck! Uh, no, I forgot where I was going to go with this anyway, but um, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, what, so... What other like Italian horror movies do you like outside of that? Like you guys just like aligned on that, but are you more like into that than he is, or I think we both
1: are kind of both really like it. Like a lot of different stuff, like the Gialli films, like you were mentioning. I'm really big into those, and I know he likes a lot of them too. And Argento, Fulci, Joe D'Amato, uh, Sergio Martino, Umberto Lindsay, cannibal movies, post apocalyptic movies. Uh, yeah. All that stuff that the Italians got into we probably like some of it
0: yeah it's dirty Italians yeah
1: what's that uh,
2: escape from New York like uh that the, the their version of it it was they like,
1: have, like escape from the Bronx was one and that might had, be the uh, one I'm thinking after of. the fall of New York um was another uh, it's like
2: they fall they, they just like they're kind of like Corman or you know, like, they're just copying, like, they're making their cheap versions of, like, every, Bronx, like,
1: like, Bronx like Warriors hit, what I was trying to come up with Not Escape from the Bronx. It was called Bronx, Bronx Warriors.
0: Warriors. Uh, doesn't that have, like, some famous, like, or some, not famous line, but, like, a line that people, are just Not know that. Know. No, I don't... I don't, know if, I
2: don't think either there's any Italian movies that have quotable lines. are usually the most ridiculous dialogue you could possibly think of. Well,
0: what are all those titles that were, like, and? And also, oh yeah, when well, you translate like uh, the
2: the names of the movies, like they their literal translations are like just ridiculous. These weird
0: sentences, that are, uh, featuring with punctuation, Cristo the whatever like, Zartan strikes. Zartan again. strikes again. Yeah, you die at night. It's like all one title and shit. Yeah, yeah, we were trying to we were looking at a bunch of those those titles. Um, but not, I mean, not. You guys just went right for this very concise pandemonium. That's it.
1: Yeah, wow. yeah. Uh, Lucas came up with that uh, title at the very beginning, and that's just what we went mm-hmm. with. It sounds too. like a
2: like a uh, Dario Argento was there *Paranoia*. Who's one of his phenomena? Those, right? phenomena? phenomena. Yeah, yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. That that was, works. That was concise. Yeah. He, uh, you know, it's a common term in wrestling, and then he'd also taken it from *Paradise Lost*. So mm-hmm. it had like the demon connection into the city of demons I gotta I read this gotta book because I'm still
2: in my brain I can't figure out how you could buy and like Italian <laughs> like horror with wrestling
0: well it's about it's like a read a, the book just wrestling it's like an underground type of like don't tell me no, that's the no no premise I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell, read the book underground wrestling things come into town all these fucking it's a huge wrestling following like there's this wrestling bar that's close to the venue like all these people are going to it it's this new underground wrestling it's like Fair to say, as I sound like yeah, speaking yeah, correctly? it's like an underground
1: circuit called the Bloody Pit of Horror Wrestling, and then there's like a bar nearby run by a former wrestler, and the bar is called the Arm Bar. Uh. Yeah, which is cool. It's like Rocky run a restaurant. Yeah, it's an old wrestler
0: that runs it. You know, yeah, I'm not Bunchy, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I guess I watched wrestling as a kid, but like just as WWF kind of even I didn't even like I would just kind of I was just like a fair like a watch it when it's on it was nothing I ever really got into right. I remember like it being like just like past me it seemed like a, a lot of people were like into Stone Cold and fucking The Rock and all that shit and I was like I don't have I don't know what this is and then uh, no, I'm older than
2: that like I was into wrestling as a kid and it was the WWF and not only did you have like the wrestling, you had the fucking Saturday morning cartoon yeah, and, yeah, the the, and, the and, and the toys and the shit, and the fucking show. like those big rubber wrestlers yeah. with the ring that would bounce around and I had shit. Those
1: figures, I dressed up as Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, fuck yeah! yeah. Halloween costume at school one time. Like Nikolai Volkov <laughs> immediately was gets like, at home. <laughs> I
2: think Nikolai Volkov is like the earliest like Hulk Hogan like enemy or villain that I remember from wrestling. Mm-hmm. And like uh, the Iron Sheik had yeah. like uh, he wasn't he like a tag team partner or something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember these wrestlers. There was a junkyard dog. junkyard dog. There was Andre the Giant. There was a uh, who's There's the, the, the Birdman? Bird, There's some guy with like uh, Ultimate Warrior. Was- yeah, oh! Ultimate Warrior. Oh! No, the Birdman. He had like uh, these like green like fucking spandex pants, and he always had a parrot on his shoulder and shit. b uh,
1: beware. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah. 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 Coco yeah
2: and then there's that one that used to. He was like a barber. Brutus what Barber Beefcake.
1: Yeah, Beefcake. What about Lou Albano too? Captain Lou
2: Albano. I think yeah. he was a manager. I don't, did he ever wrestle? I mean, what was his wrestling moves? Was team? he not a wrestler? Did he use the rubber bands from his face as finishing moves? <laughs> were they and like shit? on his
0: chest and shit too? They were like all over
2: his body. They were like stuck on his face, on his chest.
0: Now, how do you come up as that? As how a is gimmick? that sounds like, like a half-assed like Halloween bands. costume? Stuck On my body. It
2: doesn't make any
0: sense. And and that that happened. And here we are, what, I don't know, 50 (laughs) years later talking about it.
2: What is it? Like, I can understand having rubber bands, like, in your beard and stuff. But But they were, like, on his chest. On his chest. Like, like somebody just glued Mm -hmm. them on or something. They weren't even, like, wrapped around anything. They were just hanging. Like.
0: And he was, like. In that, he never had his shirt girls Just want to have fun video or something? Yeah, like, man. And the daddy yeah. still had rubber bands on his it face was a in di- that fucking
2: video. It was a different time, dude. This is the this 80s. Pre tits time, no, this is, Yeah, yeah. pre 80s days. Yeah, I guess. It was different back then. People did different things.
0: But what was his superpower?
2: He didn't have zoom power, he was just a manager. So right? his
0: name was El Band. like his, he took like his No, name. he
2: was Captain Lou Albano. Albano. I think he was a boat captain or something. I don't know. It was
0: covered in rubber bands? Yeah,
2: it makes sense, doesn't it? He, he was maybe he was an importer of rubber bands from and an exporter from of what? Chips <laughs> and diapers. <laughs> he exported those Hawaiian shirts. That's why he always wore one as marketing. And the rubber bands, he had to market those too. That's why he left the shirt open, so you so see all the rubber bands like they were glued to his chest and out. belly. Okay. For some reason, that doesn't make any sense. Why rubber bands not a mascot?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I assume he's dead. Oh, and, I think uh, I have a WW rubber, rubber bands. I have like an old like WWF uh, like band, Roost and, power. Yeah, Roost and Power.
2: Like and when I, I used to band watch band. the wrestling, like Mean Gene would like promote like. I think it was Coliseum Video put out their, like, best of, like, VHS collections and stuff. Yeah. And I have a laser disc. It's the WWF's, like, best bloopers, bleepers, and something. <laughs> and it's just all, like, bloopers and shit. And they're all bleeping the, all the cuss words, but it's fucking funny, man.
1: What is a
0: blooper? What, like, where do you like, they tear their pants or something?
2: I haven't seen it since the last time I fired up a LaserDisc player, so I can't remember jack shit, but I just... It was it was one of the selections, but it was on laser discs. So it's like, wow. That means at some point, some rich person that had a lasers player in the early eighties when that was like new technology, they actually went out and bought this laser disc. It was like a hundred dollars probably at the time, just to watch some WWF bloopers. <laughs> wow.
1: There were different times, man. Yeah, man, those were different times when uh, yeah. you could go out and spend a hundred dollars. <laughs> I even had, like, the WWF, like, album that they put out. Did it have,
2: like, the songs that they came out to, or were they actually singing the performance? Oh, my God, that sounds horrible. Junkyard
1: Dog had a song on it,
2: yeah. Uh, Oh, you know what? I think during the cartoon, they did have, like, uh, where they would cut away to, like, the live-action wrestler segments. mm -hmm. And I want to say they were cutting away to, like, all the wrestlers doing like a we are the world kind of thing. Yeah. And I think it might've been like uh, yeah. for, for that record or something. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: Well, isn't the macho man has a rap album out, right? Does he? <laughs> Does he? I don't know. No, I think cause Triana played it for me. Cause he's like calling out macho man. Like Jesus or maybe Christ. it's Hulk Hogan. No, I'm pretty sure it's macho man as a rap album
2: hulk hogan's bullshit Did you ever see like that music video for that song that he, what's the song that he used to come out to? Oh, oh that one where he's like
0: having sex with that woman and he says the no
2: you word. see him playing the guitar he's <laughs> like then you know how to play the guitar
1: he's like the way he's holding it it's like he's never it's a different him. video i saw i'm sorry <laughs> real american music yeah there you go that into, one i am a real American. jesus
2: christ the 80s were a weird time you had that and you had top gun all this like patriotic shit red dawn
0: yep be a man the rap the rap album by macho Marshall man randy savage, savage. jesus wow. There you go. Check him out. Ryan Harding. He has written some excellent stuff, um, you know, uh, very well known for Genital Grinder. He wrote Night Stalkers with Christopher Triana, Pandemonium with Lucas Mangum, which I narrated and it is available on Audible. Old Uncle Johnny did it. And, uh, you know, and right now, uh, recently, um, reincarnage uh, Reincursion, I'm sorry, which is. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Reincarnage, Reincarnage, it's uh, uh an awesome book he wrote with Agent Orange and who uh, was the killer. I, uh, yeah, I'm explaining this so well. Sorry. Anyway, it's awesome. It's coming out from Death Said Press uh, or just did come out and you can order that there and I, uh, did some art for uh, the sticker pack that comes along with that book, um, which is his most recent release. So check that out as well. And uh, if you'd like to hear the rest of this, check check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and uh, join one of the tiers and um, you can listen to the rest of this and all of the episodes and meet all of the awesome people i have met so far so um moving right along uh that brings us to our story portion of the day which is the recap of this week uh so without further ado let's just get into it right now here is my recap of mad monster charlotte august 2021 because they had one in february so there that's the different show. yes here we go So this past weekend I um uh, was uh slinging those hot and sexy books I write at Mad Monster uh Mad Monster Party in Charlotte North Carolina. Uh one of my favorite conventions um, that I've been to. Um if you listen if you've been listening you know I went to it in in um I first went to it here in Charlotte in uh, February of this year when they had it. And then a f- couple of months ago, Nick P. and I went to uh, uh, Phoenix for it there. And now we're back here for the Charlotte one. So I, like I said earlier, I mentioned I, I had to uh, go go with this one alone. As far as the drive went, I um, had to drop Nick P. off here and he had to do some stuff. I had to get books and boom, I shoot back out in the middle of the night um, to get out to Charlotte and I uh, I drove I drove I left on Thursday this time and just because I was like ah, I'm a maniac I'm just gonna get there and, and just set up and do it so that's what I did um but I was meeting uh my good buddy my son one of my many sons that I have out there on the road uh the man the myth the legend Dave uh Dave's not here man Dave is here man de Bernadinos, de Ninos um I was very much looking forward very excited to to be reuniting with Dave and um and uh and his, his buddy Andrew who I uh also became one of my sons last year last time but uh, he wasn't coming till till Saturday but anyway Dave was meeting me there I drove through the night it was fine nothing really uh eventful I mean if you watch my Instagram story I I basically check in at weird gas stations in the middle of fucking nowhere uh, at odd hours of the night but everything was fine I got there around um 2:30 P.M. Uh and I left <laughs> I left Houston at 7 p.m. Thursday and I got to Charlotte at 2 30 PM Friday. And uh Dave met me there. Awesome. And um he was there to help me bring my stuff in and set in and and then a, a, a wonderful surprise in the form of one Jane, the vicious Jane, she uh drove up and and to participate and hang out in the con as well. So she arrived there the same time just about within minutes of each other and uh what a what a time it was dave was there jane was there it was the best of times it was the best of times so we bring my shin and we get set up dave already you know he got the room he got us a room we're all sharing a room like you know he went up there checked it in checked us in and stuff and you know we're like boys night out woo! so you know we get everything set up and we have a couple hours. You know, it starts at six. It started at six Friday night, six to eleven, and um, y- you know, there's no chance of sleep. I'm not gonna go. There's no time to sleep, or or anything like that. You know, it was like literally, I had like two hours, two and a half hours. So um, I'd pro, I you know, I I had I'd caught what I I got probably what I would call my fourth wind um at that point. And it's like you're loopy, but you're just you're just back in it. And then, you know, I I was just drinking beers like I'm like, I'm just going to start drinking some beers. That's going to even me out here in some way. Um, So I was doing that. And then, you know, next thing you know, before we go down to the floor, I, you know, I'm like I have Jane bleach my hair. So my hair is all bleached blonde. The Blonde Ambition Tour is what I'm calling it. And um, uh, we fucking we hit the floor hard, man. Like we came in hot. And it was awesome, of course, because my family was there, my con family, as you guys know. I was, and and they, they got there the day before I did. So I, I have to imagine they were responsible for uh, this. Or even uh, our friend Chris. Shouts out to Chris and Tracy. I love you guys so much. They might have had something to do with how we were set up. But when I got there, we were all set up together again, like kind of like how we were in Atlanta, like I was talking about. So I have Rick uh, from 13X Studios right next to me. Right across from me, I got Amanda and Jeremy uh, from Southern Sun Boutique next to them. Of course, the lovely and talented Kieran Ashley of Hanseaco, And then my man, da- Chatty Daddy, uh, and all of his amazing art right back uh, on the other side of them. So we are in this amazing uh, energy circle of fantasticness. And there was a lot of people, like Friday night, boom, it started good. There's a lot of people... Um, and we just went in and, and like I said, I'm just maintaining this kind of steady, just just a steady little buzz uh, to keep me from like going insane uh, w- or sleep uh, w- with sleep deprivement or whatever you call that. Um, but I'm feeling good. I'm not like oh you know me, I'm bouncing back, I'm smoking bowls. You know, I took a shower, I felt good, I got blonde hair now, got a little eyeliner on, going glam, you know, doing it up, feeling fine, wearing my fucking vest from from Maxine, Max Battle Jackets, Max Carnage, God, I love it so much. Uh, it and so I'm feeling good. It, it was definitely a Mark Wahlberg feel look good, feel good situation. You know, I'm I'm coming in hot. I got friends. I'm happy to see Dave and everyone. I'm like boot. My spirits are buoyed. So we go in, boom, and it's a great Friday night. People are, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and uh, I did a, I did. Um, a satisfactory amount of business, I would say, for myself for a Friday night, and uh, which was very cool. But one of the cooler things, one of the things that happened was, um, uh, you know, Dave brought another friend of his. I don't uh, know if he wants his name used on the podcast, so I won't use his name, but uh, we'll call him the D Man. D Man, uh, he, he was awesome, awesome dude. I L- liked it from the start. But he was. uh, We were having a little acid experience. Now you know, Uncle Johnny here is very experienced with acids and uh, with acids, (laughs) with that kind of stuff. So this kid brings brings a few hits. He gives me two. I take them. He takes one or two or whatever. He's like, so this kid's he's tripping to the point of like, you know, when you when you used to first start taking acid and you're like, oh man, dude, this is cool, or I'm scared. Like it's like that. It's intense. Which you know that hey, you have to go through that. You know, you got to run fast before you can run faster. Right. So <clears throat> he's taking this, we're having a good night. He's at one point, he's sitting behind the, the one of the banners at my booth and, um, across, uh, across from me, Matthew Lillard, who, you know, from scream and Scooby-Doo, uh, who was one of the, you know, slubs for the convention. Um, he's been to a lot of these, so he walks over, he's talking to Kira and Ashley and I go over to him and I'm like, Hey man, um, Like, cause, cause this, this man, this guy, the D, Mr. D and Dave, um, they had done a photo op with Lillard earlier and he could tell that they were fucked up or that there was something going on with this kid. So I went over there and I was like, Hey man, you know, he's like, he's tripping hard. Could you go fuck with them? And he's like, yes, absolutely. So we had, there's this video. I'll have to see if I can get a hold of it and post it on my Instagram, but. It's it's from his from the kid's perspective from Mr. D sitting behind the thing the banner and from either side of the banner Matthew Lillard is peeking around just like his head just around the banner looking at him and he's going zoinks. And then the other side, he comes out, zoinks, and, oh, scoop. And he's doing all, like, he's doing the shaggy voice and just, like, disappearing. And at the end of the video, Mr. D, like, jumps up, like, I'm freaking out, man. he comes, like, he's, like, getting behind me. And then he's like, man, come on, tell him to stop, man. Tell him to stop. Tell him to stop. And I'm like, I got you. I got you. It was fucking hilarious. And I told him, dude, you have no idea how lucky you are. You're, you're, you're. The uh, tripping on acid, young, a young, virile young man tripping on acid, getting fucked with by Matthew Lillard. You, sir, are breathing rarefied air. And he was. <clears throat> but that was an awesome part of Friday night. I go after that. We're all just kind of again drinking beers. I'm I'm definitely like in this loopy state of like whatever. But we want to talk to people and kind of socialize. I want to you know, talk to, to talk to my, my folks. We go end up getting beers going down to the the booth going down the bar where they're having karaoke. And of course, you know, I got to sign up for karaoke, but I was like fucking mildly hammered and just uh, awake for 32 hours at that point, I think. And uh, I I fucking, I picked like a My Chemical Romance song. So like, I could pull this off because I've been practicing because actually it was Helena because funny story, Jane was like, hey, we've been learning Misfits songs. You should learn how, she's like, hey, you should learn Helena. And I was like, in the text, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I learned that." And I went to My Chemical Romance. She's talking about the Misfits song. I'm a little emo crybaby, and that's where I, where I go. And I like I just learned it really quick. I was like, "Oh, this is easy. Yeah, I got this." So then I'm like in my you know impaired state, and I go up there, and I start doing it. But I turned like the mic off right at the beginning, so I'm like belting it. I'm like, and I just like a match, just and The mic's off. Like it's not even on. I'm just like yelling into no mic, so somebody comes up and is like, hey, 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 like, tap, like, takes it, like, you turned it off, he turns it back on, I'm like, oh, well, that's great, I said, well, I'm an idiot, here we go, you know, and I go into it, and then I'm just, like, fu- I'm laughing at that, and I'm I'm just, like, not really, like, doing, like, what I thought was a great job, and, I, and then I'm like, alright, that's fine, Next, tomorrow I'll be better, and I put the mic down and I realize, like, people are like, it's not done, and I was like, what? It was, like, just at the break in the middle of the song, and I thought it was over, <laughs> so, I went back and grabbed the mic and battled my way through it, and it was fine. Uh, but that was a great, great night. And then we, you know, we retired to bed for another adventure in the morning. But I did go right to fucking sleep after that. I mean, I just crashed out. And I woke up, I felt fine the next day. I felt really good. And I was ready to kick ass on Saturday. So it was, again, like, go down there fucking, oh, another thing, rule of the road. When you when free food is offered, you take advantage of free food, even if you don't want the free food. Even if you're not hungry at the moment, All remember, always remember. You will be hungry eventually. So this is one of those hotels. This is like a nice-ass hotel. Um, and I didn't think they even still did this. But I guess they do it these ones when you are... Uh, oh, this hotel is also awesome. If you're staying there, they gave you um, two free drinks. A night, or maybe three free drinks a night. Like, you yeah, a punch card. Yep, I, I've never seen this before. It was awesome. So like between five and six, these huge-ass lines just fucking break out at the bar stations in the lobby because everyone's cashing in their tickets. But they had a full fucking breakfast buffet every day. Like a big one, dude, with an omelet station. I was like, what is this? A fucking like I I haven't seen that outside of like, you know, when I went to you know, Mexico for, you know, vacation, you know, and shit like that at resorts. But yeah, they had all of them it was it was fucking legit, man. But I I just went down, you know, got up. It it and it went late too. It went to uh it went to ten thirty. So that was cool because we had to be at the floor at ten thirty for VIP. So I would just, I got up like at nine or nine thirty. I took a quick shower, went down there, filled up a couple of plates, and got some coffees, and just like took all of it up to the room, <laughs> fucking ate there, and like you do. It's awesome. <clears throat> so Saturday and I, I was primed. I was pumped. We're ready to fucking do it. We go in Saturday, get to the floor. You know, there's a humongous line. Of people to get in, so that makes my uh, chub warm. And you know who who's there at this at this event? You know, I said I, I mentioned Matthew Matthew Lillard earlier, but um, this you know someone very special was there. I should, in my opinion, should have been the guest of honor, Mister Tom Morga, Roy, everybody. Friday Thirteenth Part Five, as you know, Roy, I'm a Roy's boy. Uh, I've talked about Roy at length. I think Roy should have been the one, but. Roy is there. This guy, he's there. The guy that plays him. So, um, it's like you know they're not having to open the doors yet. We, we get in there and he's at his table, and I grab the 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 top off of my um, my like a rubber bin, my Rubbermaid type of bin that I keep like some of my book, my books and shit in. Anyway, it's covered in stickers like everything I own, but it has my Roy's boy sticker on it that uh, my my man Zach made for me. Shouts out, uh, little Zach and. I took that. I walked across the floor to his table, where he's sitting there with the you know his handler or whatever. And I'm like, "Hey, man, what's up? I just wanted to say, hey, I'm I'm you know I'm down here. I'm an author. I'm, my table's right over there, you know, with the lights and stuff." He's like, "Oh, okay." I was like, I was like "Man, I just want to tell you, dude, I fucking love you, dude. I fucking love Roy in a big bad way. Me and some of my buddies, we are hardcore Roy fans. We're, we call ourselves the Roy's Boys." And I hold up my my lid when I show him the sticker. I was like, "Check it out." He's like, "Oh, wow!" And I was like, "Yeah, man." Um, You know, when people come to these things and and I see a Jason walk by my booth, I boo him and I say, Jason, never, Roy forever. Jason, never, Roy He's like, oh, oh, that's that's cool, man. And I was like, yeah, dude. Anyway, I just wanted to say before the day gets started, I think you're a bad motherfucker. And he's like, you're 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 a bad motherfucker, too. And I was like, no, I know I am. But you fucking are, dude. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And uh, (laughs) so awesome. I, I know he was probably like, what the fuck, dude, is this crazy? You know, weirdo wearing a studded vest covered in tattoos, like with well, fuck. It. Oh, it was awesome, but um, more on that later. It actually, it was actually awesome. Um, no, no issues there. But I was super excited. I started off the day, paying my ad- adulation and respects to Roy himself. And you know, if that happens, the day can't go wrong. You know, it's a, it's gonna be an awesome day. An awesome day was. We fucking. Uh, I saw so, so many people that I knew. Um, from before that came back to see me, I met a lot of new people. I cannot, I, I can't, I'm not going to, I couldn't remember all the names of fucking just shout out. I know I'll miss some people, but like, uh, you know, um, you know, Andy was fucking hanging this dude. Andy was hanging out at our fucking table. The dudes from, uh, Adam and the guys from monsters and microphones, which is a, a awesome podcast that was, they were there to promote their, their show. They were at the table right next to me. And uh, we had a blast hanging out. Those guys were very cool. Check out Monsters and Microphones. More on that. We'll probably actually be, uh, you know, guests on each other's thing. We're going to set some stuff up. But uh, ran into an awesome lady I met before, a hip, hip lady, Miss Jen Jameson. Not the one you're thinking of, guys. Uh, Shouts out to you. She's got some – I'm excited to talk to her. These patches that she she and her husband are making. It's like – it was awesome. Um, I just talked to her for a long time. I talked to all these fucking people, man. And, uh, it was, it was great. And, and I was selling a lot of books and that was also awesome. Um, another author, uh, fellow author that was there. I was, Pleasantly surprised, pleased as punch, if you will, that they were there and to meet them, uh, Christopher Ruffy was there, and I didn't even know that till Dave came back. Uh, he had made some rounds and he came back with some of his books, and I was like, "Whoa, is Christopher Ruffy here?" And he's like, "Yeah, Christopher Ruffy uh, has written a lot. Of, he's written a lot of books, but one one of the books he's written is called Pillowface, and it's like a about a a kid that befriends a um, kind of slasher type of killer, like a monstrous slasher, and their friends." Um, and it's a really fucking cool book. And I read it a while back, a few years back, but I didn't know who he was. And I, uh, it was one of those things that came up, like, if you like this, you'll like that. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I read, it. I was like, this is fucking cool. And, um, when I went to visit Christopher Triana, I saw that he had some of the, his books, Christopher Ruffy's books on a shelf. And I was like, oh yeah, I like these books. I like, I've read these, this guy's cool. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm friends with him. I was like, really? It's like, yeah, he's cool. So. Then fast forward to me being here at the convention, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I go over and, he, and, and uh, introduce myself, and it was good. You know, we both were happy to meet each other in real life because we knew each other from the internet, but uh, it was cool. Check out Christopher Ruffy's books, man. He's, he's fucking, he's the shit. It's, it's uh, well worth it. So, yeah, so we, you know, all of this good things, all of this good things, all of the good things are happening. The, the Madame Monsters, I think that's what they're called, um, fucking uh, burlesque. Um, Ladies were there, Danny and uh, Rain and the rest. Uh, and that was we watched their show. That was cool. Like I'm trying to remember all the people I saw. It's I'm sorry, Bill and Lori, Scott, everybody. It was very fucking good energy. You know, I've, I talked like a couple of times about like the energy being weird. Oh, Joe Ripple was there. Shouts out to Joe. Of course, my man Dakota Pruitt, Taylor Vince coming, giving me the fucking hugs and shit. Love him, love him, love him. Um, good times, man. Good times. But uh, Saturday was great, man. It was rocking. I mean I can't I can't complain one single bit. um had a good time. It ended uh at six, I believe or seven maybe no six, I guess no seven. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. maybe eight. I can't even remember. but uh when that was done, you know, it was like quick shower time and then party time went down, went down to the party. We're just chilling, fucking drinking, hanging out with people, hanging out uh with Chris and tracy and and um having a great time and I'm grabbing fucking people. and this you know at one point we go like okay i have to we have to go back up to the room to get beers because i'm not buying i'm not buying any beers down there it's fucking expensive I, I, i'm a professional but let's go up there and plus i want to smoke a bowl so we all i start collecting people to go with them. i grab dave I, I no no oh no dave was was, dave, was this one dave no no this okay that was that was a different night um maybe this i can't no this was earlier sorry Anyway, I grab Dave, I grab uh, Andrew, everybody that we you know, I grab Jane, I'm grabbing fucking uh, somebody else that's with us. And then, I, I, you know, the the pack keeps growing as I'm getting closer to the elevator of people I'm grabbing, like, hey, you, you. And so I walk next to this kid that I met. Um, he's wearing one of my shirts that he bought. And uh, I said, his name Gregory. And I'm like, hey, Gregory, what's up? And he's like, hey, what's up? He's from, from London. He's from jolly old London town. And uh, um, so, Gregory, if you're listening to this, shouts out to you, my friend. I was like, hey, man, you, you're hanging out? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, you want to come party with us? And he's like, okay. So he comes up to the room with us. And, uh, you know, I start. I was like, do you smoke weed? And he's like, yeah. And I asked him about the weed in London. And he says, but tells me it's shit, which, I, which is what I've heard. And then plus, like, you get ripped off a lot. It'll be spice sometimes, which is that synthetic weed. And I'm like, all right, well prepare, I hope you're ready, and this is like, because this is really good weed, and it was really, I brought some really fucking dank ass shit that I got from this dude before I left town, it's, it was fuck. it's fucking awesome, but, so I, we're smoking, talking, we got some breaking out beers and shit, this kid's like taking hits, I'm asking him about what he does, and like, he's over here visiting his family, uh, because they moved to the states for his dad's job, but he studies, like, you know, the art and stuff that he studies in, in in London. It was very, very cool, but I know that that kid got high as fuck uh, with us and, um, you know, he drank a couple Miller Lights, some American piss beer with us and um, maybe, like, uh, it, it was... I would say, like, if I was... Um, an American kid, because I don't, I would say maybe he's like, he looked like he was 20, maybe 21, 19, maybe, I don't know. But if that was me and I was like an American kid in London at some show like this and all these guys grabbed me, oh mate, let's go room we get pounded. I would be like, holy shit, this is awesome. So I, I don't know if he's out there listening, but I, I, I was like very happy with myself for that. I was like, this kid's having a good time, man. And I'm glad he came out to hang out with us. And as soon as we finally all wrangle everyone up to go back downstairs and we immediately run into like his people, I guess his sister and friend or whatever. And he's like, all right, I got to go then. And I'm like, have a good night, man. So uh, very, very cool. That was an awesome experience. And we all went back to the bar where they're doing karaoke again and we're just out there chilling and. Some guy, someone's asked me, you're going to sign up again? I was like, yeah, I'll sign up. And I don't even know. Some random guy, I thought he was friends with people we were with, but you know how that happens? Someone just walks up and is like, oh, you do this, and you think that somebody else knows him or something. And he's like, you should do, It's like, you like Tool? And I was like, oh, I love Tool. He's like, "Um, oh, man, I would love it if you sang Sober. And I was like, okay, um, I'm pretty drunk right now. No, the song Sober by Tool. So I was like, all right. So I went and um, I signed up for it. And when it came around this time, I was actually, even though I was, like, kind of, uh, I didn't think, I was, like, I, I could definitely do a lot better than this at, at parts, but I it had, it was a much better performance, and I got up there, and I was, like, I'm going to stand in profile, like, Maynard James Keenan will, and I just stood in profile with the microphone stand, just doing my best Maynard impressions, and I was, like, uh, at the end, you know, when it's, like, da-dun, da-dun. Dun 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 dun! I I was slamming the microphone down on the beats, and the and then the guy's mic flew off and hit the ground and rolled, and I don't think he was happy about that, but didn't matter. So then I would go back over to the bar, and these there was a Clemson game, which is a college football game that happened like close. So there's like these old older white guys that are fucking like fucking uh, drink like hard drinking in their Clemson shirts and shit, and uh, one of them is like. Jane and I go to get a drink and the one guy's like with his he has a son there who's also like you know he's a white douchebag guy in training with his Clemson shirt collared shirt on and he's like wow well, my son here has been looking at you all night how beautiful you are and I was, I'm was, i just like she's like oh thanks and I'm like are you fucking serious and the guy's like thanks dad uh, hi my name's Bryce by the way or whatever the fuck his name was and she's just like okay and we just turned back around and we're sitting there and like the people at this table in front of us were watching somebody sing and I'm looking at, it looks like they're looking at us and they're kind of like, they're giggling. They keep giggling. And I'm like, look, I look around, I look past me. And the, the guy that we were talking to, the old guy is like staring at me, like, but he's looking at my jacket. He's looking at the the vest from, from Max and he's probably looking at my tattoos and he's got like these most perplexed looking look on his face. And uh, I step up to the people at the table and I'm like, hey, are you guys laughing at us? Because it's cool if you are. And they're like, oh my God, no, no. It was this couple like, we're laughing at that guy that's looking at you because he looks so fucking confused and perplexed. And I'm like, yeah, fuck this guy. And we told him what happened. So then we were we t- I talking to these these people and then we end up like, hey man, let's go upstairs and get high again. We go upstairs with him, with them and some people. That time David went to sleep. Uh, Andrew and Dave uh, were, were trying to sleep, but I got up there and woke him up and- we got high again and had another conversation. Went back downstairs, more drinks, more fun. What a time to end the Saturday uh, on um, with all our friends and uh, singing songs and everything. And I was I had a blast getting high, and meeting people. Man, we had such a fucking good time. Uh, I know I'm forgetting people that uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting who all was there or who all came up uh, to hang out with us. Oh, Shouts out to Brennan, uh, Jane's friend. He was very very cool too. Um, Shouts out to Bill. Uh, Bob and um, and the rest. Anyway, it was great. So Saturday night went pretty late for us. You know, you would you. You think you're settling in, but then you know, always was like. The next thing you know, it's three thirty in the morning. So boom, we're done. Sunday, get up. Of course, we do the breakfast thing again. Plates of food back up to the room. Then to shower and get ready for the day. And um, you know, we had to check out, so we packed everything up and. Went down to the booth again. It's Sunday, long ass line, which I also I was like, fuck yes. Um, and uh oh, and then oh I can't believe okay, I know I was forgetting people. Shouts out to Blake, man. Blake, who uh I met last time in, in Charlotte. He came up on Friday to talk to uh to talk to me at first, and uh great to see him. And uh he was there all weekend. We had a great time uh chatting when he when we had time. He told me i I'm going to write this story uh, that he has this idea for. So uh, more about that when it happens. But Blake, I'm writing that fucking story, man. Shouts out to you. So Sunday, uh, while there was this long line, a lot of it was for certain photo ops, like the Scream photo ops. Skeet Ulrich was there as well. Uh, So it was like the Matthew Lillard Skeet Ulrich photo op. A lot of of photo ops and, and weird things were happening where there was long lines for the shit. So that was a lot of the lines. But it really did start off... Uh, busy on Sunday. And I, I mean, I started off right away. Somebody, the first thing, somebody walked up to my booth, a couple, uh, came up that were like, uh, she, the woman was like, I, somebody told me I had to come see, I, were you here yesterday? And I was like, yeah, I was here. I've been here all weekend. And she's like, "I didn't see you." And her husband is like, "Because some people people were standing in f- front of the booth all weekend. He's been busy." And I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, dude! This guy knew I was busy." So uh, anyway, so th- that started off with, uh, and they bought all- one of each of my books that I had on the table. So that's how the day started. And like I said, I was doing a lot of talking about tarot and um, and stuff like that, and people were interested in the prints. So the day that day was going um, great, and then I started playing some songs for some people. And you know, when people come up you know a lot of times guys will come up to the booth and women too um and they'll see my guitar cuz I keep my guitar there and they're like what's with the guitar is this like for sale sometimes they'll ask is it a raffle but a lot of times they like they play and they're like oh that's cool that's a good guitar that's cool can I and I just pick up the guitar and give it to them I don't even wait till they ask I just like check it out man you can jam on it go ahead and I'll let people sit there and jam on my guitar while I'm talking to people about books no big deal especially kids like if if they're like I just started learning like I let them play guitar so that was the case with this this kid um was I would say if I had to guess, I, I'm so bad at guessing ages, but I would say maybe 13. He was somewhere between 12 and 14. Let's say that. And, you know, he's got a Jason mask like pulled up on his head, you know, and he's he's staring. He's sitting there looking at my guitar uh, for like 10 minutes while I'm having this conversation with somebody and selling books. And I'm done and he's still there. And he's like, hey, man, this is, guitar is awesome. And I was like, thanks, man. Do you play? And he's like, yeah, I just I do. And I was like, here, check it out. And he's like, can I have a pick? And I gave him a pick and he's like you know doing some some chords and a little you know some some licks and stuff and i was like how long have you been playing dude and he's like a year and um this other uh, guy man i think his name was joe i think god i'm sorry or ed ah fuck i can't remember awesome dude a veteran we were talking about some stuff and i guess he had seen this kid earlier or something i don't know but he's like hey man i'm telling you he said something like something like a you know post up here play playing a song like all the girls you know will you know, like like you playing the guitar or something. And the kid was like, I don't know what he said to bring it up, but then the kid's like, now, nah, now nah, girls don't like me. Um, I I don't know why. And I said, oh man, you know what? I, I bet I'm willing to bet that there's probably a f- quite a few girls out there that that like you. You just don't know about. And he's like, no, no, there aren't. And I'm like, oh man, kid, come on, like, cause he was like, he didn't look like a nerd or he's a like, decent looking kid. You know, I wasn't I, like grotesque or anything but you know i've been there so i'm like that's oh, don't no nah, man nah, nah, don't say that and he's like i uh and and he's like uh the guy that i was with was telling me you just got to be confident man just confidence is everything and he's like well i'm definitely not confident and i was like come on man you can you look and i was like uh do you want to play a song and he's like yeah so i uh i started playing uh the guy that i was with was like play alkaline trio so i played peter and the kid like he's getting excited he starts like clapping he's like like a for the drum beat or whatever and he he doesn't even know what the song is but he's he's getting into it and he's so happy and shit and like i'm just rocking and he's like i'll play another one so i play another song for him and i was like uh and he said i wrote this song for this girl i liked but she didn't like it and i, I was like what play it for us and he was like okay and i gave him the the thing and man this kid he stands there and he's got my guitar and he's playing like you know, for playing guitar for only a year, this was you know great. And he's this song, but you can tell he's like put it together. Some some, some the licks, like, but they're all like uh kind of like blues lead lines, and then they'd go into the the chords, and then he'd like do the few words, and the words were like, "When I see you, I see the sun in the sky." Then he'd like do 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 do. When I see you, the stars all align. Like like that. Like yeah. Sappy kind of stuff, but he's like fucking 13 or 14. And I'm like, fuck yeah, he does the song. And I'm like, dude, that was fucking awesome, man. What what did she say? When did, did what did, did what did she say when you played that for her? Uh she she said she hated it. She covered her ears and 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 uh shook her head. And I was like, what? Why didn't she like it? She said it was stupid. She said she doesn't like acoustic music, and I was like, Hold on, what the fuck is what? You you wrote a song for a girl, played it like this, and she said, No, I hate it. And like me and the other guy were like, oh God, dude, fuck this. My heart broke. Because like this song was so earnest from this kid. It was just so like and he was just so down on himself. And it's and I was like, uh really like wanted to give him like the college talk up, the old college talk coach talk up I was like man dude don't sweat that shit look you're doing the right you're, you're on the right track man keep practicing because you you're good you're already good so fuck that don't worry about that the the girls this will all take care of itself just keep practicing keep up what you're doing man and don't let that deter you from from playing guitar doing music because this girl that you like said she hated it she's not worth it you know and I like you know shook his hand asked him. I was like. I was like, when I come back in February, I want you to come back and, uh, we're going to play. So I want to hear the, the the next song that you write in February. And he's like, Oh, okay. All right. I'll see you then. So he left. So that was very touching for, uh, touching. Like what is this, a fucking Hallmark special? That was, you know, those, those kind of, that's what I mean when I'm saying like, I have a lot of stories that I've told about, like when the kids come to my booth, like John Wayne is for the children and, and I'm all being funny, but I'm serious. But that's like, you know, you, you can, when you can relate to certain things like that and remember when you were a kid, uh, very vividly, It's it's. um you know you want to help in any way or, or try to like ease any of that pain for them even though it's it's necessary to go through things like that but you know i just want to build them up and be like keep it up that you're doing a fucking good job dude don't worry about it so i i hope i did he was very fucking cool so um so that was Sun- sunday died pretty quick uh not pretty quick i mean it got towards the last two hours pretty dead um so but but I was fucking ripping sales all day. It wasn't like some Sundays are so fucking slow. It's like pulling teeth to get a sale. I was still selling books. I was still doing well. I was very happy with how things were going for, with me for there, for that as, that, as far as that's concerned. And then you know, we reached the end of the day. Mr. Tom Mister Tom Morga, Roy, comes over to talk to to, to um, fucking Rick from 13X Studios, signs some masks for him and stuff. And... Uh, I'm right next to him. So he's like, hey, what's up? I was like, what's up, Roy? And um, he's like, so what do you got? What do you do here? And I'm telling him about my books. And he asked if that's you know, if that's my real name. And he's like, well, they a little John Wayne. And uh, it turns out he's a big John Wayne fan. So then we start talking about John Wayne movies. And we start doing lines from movies like True Grit and like the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, man, I, I saw Iwo Jima in the theater. And that's I'm old as shit. Like that kind of stuff. But we were going back and forth about John Wayne movies. And The, and the Cowboys was one of my favorites. We were talking about that one. Uh, very cool. Again, see, Roy rules. This—if you need any more proof that it should have been Roy—I don't know what to tell you, because uh, look, a, a fucking gem of a of a gentleman coming to talk talk to uh, us about that. So, and then that was it, man. You know, roll credits, dude. I, I packed up. Um, you know, Dave. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna blow up a spot. I and mean, maybe had a little love connection going on. I was letting him do his thing, Dave. I love you. And, uh you know we got together and I said uh said everyone's uh goodbyes I hugged everyone and um I hit the road and I like I said driving by myself 16 hours not bad uh it, it, well, actually that's the kind of nice to have some reflection time especially when you know to, to like we said back in the the tarot reading just to kind of reflect on like ah, this was good this was a good accomplishment so Again, the the con run uh, was run awesomely, uh, as it was both both times I've been uh, before this very year, and uh, I had a great time. I I thank you so much. If if I just if I met you and uh, you know you're listening to the podcast, I appreciate it so much. I had a great time. Of course, I'll be back in February, and I'll be back to the one in Phoenix uh, in July, I believe when that one is. And um, uh, yeah, and the drive back was great. So uh, I I documented on my Instagram story. There was no. No issues, and I got home. Uh, I left. I guess I left there at seven p.m. and I got home at ten thirty a.m. Uh, and then I slept all day. And now I got up and I'm recording this podcast. So um, that's my that's my recap of uh, Mad Monster Party, Charlotte, 2021. One that is for the books that shall live on in the good books of books. All right. There you go. That is my recap of Mad Monster Party 2021 Charlotte. Um, What month is this? August, because there was one in February, so I'm getting confused, and that was 2021. But anyway, the August one. Uh, Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, be sure to tune in uh, every Monday for another adventure, especially because I will uh, be on the road constantly for the rest of the year. Next week, I'll be at Texas Frightmare in Dallas, Texas. Uh, boo, Dallas. But I'll be close to home, so uh, that's a big, big, big one. I'm very excited to be a part of Texas Frightmare. So if you're going to be there, come see me and uh, Jared. Uh, at the Death's Head table, where we'll be have our tables next to each other, and it's going to be an excellent time. You know how we like to do it. So check that out. Uh, as always, you can go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all your John Wayne needs and wants. You can check out my shows page, see if I'm going to be in your town. Come see me um, at a con, and let's, let's chat, have a beer. Uh, break some hearts together and then uh, also you can go to the shop page at johnwinisdead.com and get my books and records and t shirts stickers and I will of course sign everything and send you some extra goodies but my buy books are available anywhere you can get books amazon Kindle all that stuff um, so I appreciate the support anyway uh any any way you acquire my books is so Awesome. Um, If you want to throw a little extra support at old Uncle Johnny, go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead and subscribe to one of the tiers. Don't forget, comes with the awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast at every tier uh, you get it. So uh, very, very, very cool. Lots of good times with that. And uh, as always, follow me at John Wayne is dead on everything Amazon in uh, Amazon. I mean instagram twitter tiktok and then my name uh, john wayne communale is on facebook so thank you guys and uh, i will uh, be back next week with a full recap of uh what i am predicting to be the awesomeness of texas frightmare so see you then <laughs>